Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Now, this episode was uh, supposed to be about Russian economy. But once again, because of all the events and everything that's going on, I uh, had to throw that one out. I'll, I'll touch on some of that at some point here, because there are some facts that um, that, that need to be said about this. But um, what really happened was that as I was recording the episode, all of my notifications just blew up, because Ramzan Kadyrov, our good old buddy has basically announced, you know, uh, so far only on his social media. He didn't make it in in the capacity as leader of Chechnya. He did it on his own personal account. But he publicly stated that he's one of the oldest, long-reigning Russian Russian regional governors and that he's spent too much time on his post and that he's, you know, maybe it's time for him to leave. Now, this is huge because there are, frankly, just... um, Two opportunities that, that that could happen here. Well, three. The third one is that, you know, as this wasn't made in official capacity, he might just, you know, roll roll it back a bit. But that seems um that seems unlikely. You see, um just a just a short recap uh, about who Ramzan Kadyrov is. See, Ramzan Kadyrov is the son of Ahmad Kadyrov. If if you heard that uh, Russian soldiers on this Ukraine war get to yell Ahmad Sila or Ahmad Strength, then uh, then that's the Ahmad they're talking about. Ahmad Kadyrov was um, a Chechen politician and revolutionary who served as a chief mufti of the Chechen Republic of Ichkeria in the 90s, during and after the First Chechen War. At the outbreak of the Second Chechen War, he became a traitor. He switched sides, offering his service to the Russian government. That is Putin. And he later became the first president of the Chechen Republic from 5th of October 2003, acting as head of administration since July 2000. But on May 9th, 2004, he was assassinated by Chechen Islamists in Grozny, using a bomb blast during a Victory Day Memorial Victory Parade. And his little boy, Ramzan, who led his father's militia, became his successor in March 2007 as the president of the Chechen Republic. But those are the data. What really Kadyrov is, is a guy who is a small kid in, um, in big boy shoes, who's been an absolute, an absolute 
epitome of a dumb, spoiled, awful, sadistic, ridiculously evil, terrorizing beast of a man. He's also been extremely dumb. If you listen to my earlier episodes of the coverage of this war, he unironically gave Zelensky up until the 31st of February to surrender. And he also publicly stated that um, that basically uh, he gave out a bounty on Bandera's head. Meanwhile, Bandera was a uh, Ukrainian Ukrainian who died, and um, like he's he's dead for a long, long time already. Ramzan Khadirov officially holds, by the way, an honorary degree of economics from the University of Dagestan. Totally fair and honest, absolutely. And he also manages to be an honorary stomatologist, which is another weird thing. He's also uh, basically systematically killed off everyone who could oppose him. He runs his own private army, the Kadyrovci. Now, technically, these Kadyrovci are a part of Rosguardia, but we'll get to that later. He has um, an army, a private one, the only Russian region who gets to have one. It's about 10,000 men strong. Well, could be less now. The important part is that um, he uses this army to terrorize everyone. He's the kind of guy who who likes um, who likes his golden guns. He likes all sorts of posh, tasteless nonsense. And in a lot of pictures, you know, he likes all this military macho stuff. Although he's personally never served in any form of his life. Yet in private life, he has bragged about killing his first Russian in the Chechen Wars when he was sixteen. No such thing has ever obviously happened. He also manages a foundation of Ahmad Kadyrov, named after his dad, into which, well, uh, you know, he doesn't have enough money from the insane amounts that Putin gives him, because his deal with Putin, why is he in power, is that uh, he keeps Chechnya loyal, and he keeps and he keeps Chechnya under Putin's thumb. He plays loyalty, but I don't know if he really cares about it, because he's hated by everyone. He's causing a lot of trouble for the government in Moscow. He's publicly yelled at senators, at higher Supreme Court judges, at Peskov, Putin's press secretary. He's caused insane amounts of trouble. He ignores Russian laws. He blatantly does corrupt things. Basically, he's being hated, but about money. So Putin pays him insane amounts of money, for which Ramzan keeps up his many wives, and spends lavishly, like, uh, he also, his brother, I think, owns the Groznys, the capital of Chechnya, uh, Grozny's uh, best football club, named after Ahmad, of course, everything's named after Ahmad, and with this money, he doesn't have enough, that is why this foundation of Ahmad Kadyrov, where he literally forces everyone who works in the government, or even related to that, and even those who don't, that's an extra tax, basically, that's a foundation where you can voluntarily donate money, for the government, that is for for Ramzan's personal pockets, but if you don't, then, you know, Ramzan's private army will come to your house and beat you up and, you know, do horrible, horrible things to you. They also rape and murder and, uh, well, kill people. And Ramzan Kadyrov is also responsible for giving strange gifts to Putin in his birthdays because, you know, the murder of Boris Nemtsov in 2014 was uh, one such gift by Ramzan Kadyrov the murder of Anna, Anna Politkovskaya was another such a gift to put in in his birthday. He also puts gay people in concentration camps uh, while publicly stating that there are no gay people in, in Chechnya. He's a weird, wicked, sick human being, if that even. He's, and, and, and like I said, he's um, 
he's grown to be so spoiled and so just used to being in absolute control and he's destroyed everything that everyone in Chechnya in, in, in that, that region hates him because he literally terrorizes and oppresses them and, and basically acts like he was an utter complete dictator. And, and if you look at all the voting fraud, you know, in Moscow and St. Petersburg in, in Russia, they at least, of course, there is a lot of fraud, but they at least make it look kind of semi-resembling something realistic, okay? In Chechnya, it's always been 99.99% of eligible voters go to vote, and of those, 99.99 vote for Yunarishia, and if you don't vote, then, well, you'll get into a lot of trouble. His reach is such that, you know, if you even do as much as criticize Ramzan Kadyrov, his guys will come over and, you know, torture you. Literally, one of the favorite things that he likes to do is make him make is, is being apologized to in public he forces accumulating apologies on his critics and he forces them to do that on camera and if you're less lucky and less publicly known then he might just beat you up and make you sit on a bottle that's kind of like um mm. well but b- bottle bottlenecks tend to get wider and then that, that's forced up into you can portray the picture. It's not a pleasant thing that he does. So this crazy person, he's an absolute devastatingly evil human being. And he's been ruling with an iron fist. Now, the thing, the things, the, the sheer amounts of levels of him being hated and his stupidity of how blindly he does everything. Yeah, this this became to a point where Putin's organized Kremlin's propaganda machine, which spews out nonsense about Ukrainian devil worshippers and, and Satanists, even they, uh, basically by the order of Putin himself, stated that, uh, yeah, do not print anything by Ramzan Kadyrov without approval by us, because Ramzan Kadyrov says things that just destroy even Kremlin's propaganda, because he's hated even by everyone in Russia who supports Putin. And, and he just gets away with it because his position is such that, uh, yeah, he is irreplaceable. Because, like I said, he's killed all the opposition and he's created this kind of situation where he appears to Putin to be irreplaceable in a sense. There's no one else to be put in the Chechen government that could kind of stay as loyal and that would keep everything out of trouble. At the same time, if he would be to go then Putin could just stuff in literally anything and be good on the short term because literally everyone, literally anyone, would be, you know, viewed as a better leader than Ramzan Kadyrov, who is the most violent, evil human being that you can imagine. He's, I think he's more foul than possibly even the, the Kims of, of North Korea. No, no, seriously. And now, now he says he's about to leave. Now, there are two options here. This is, this is what we, we have been getting here. Number one. He's just lacking attention, because like I said, he, he likes all these followers. He's extremely vain and selfish, and he's really, really dumb, because he's been pampered. He has only fake education. Like, he, I, I think he might have gone up to, like, age 15 at school at best, and everything else he wrote to himself afterwards. I mean, he's a man, if you listen to his interviews, he says Don. At every second, at every second word, his his interviews sound like Don, and then Don, I killed Don, so many Ukros, Don, and then all this stuff. And he's vain because Kadyrovci, you know, they have all this fearsome reputation, but they're just reputation. They're TikTok warriors. 
quite a lot of them. The Kadyrov the Tsidetarnok, TikTok warriors, are the criminals that couldn't get at the beginning of the war in the Russia's army, and then they went there and volunteered, but they are the special corps. The true Ramzan Kadyrov's activities are um, in, in, on the battlefield are basically storming empty buildings and, and clear territories and posting glorious, uh, glorious TikToks and other social media stuff about it. Yeah, it, it's that bad. And um, kind of another thing that portrays all the situation was that when um, the local militias in Donetsk People's Republic and Luhansk People's Republic, yeah, when the, when they started going out and um, and protesting and, and just openly complaining on the internet about how shit Kadyrov soldiers were, that they didn't obey orders, that they didn't even actually fight, that they, all they did was do, do TikToks, yeah, you know what? Um, that ended up with Kadyrov sending his guys their punishment to these Donetsk People's Republic military leaders and those critics. And uh, we have a video where one of them publicly apologizes to Kadyrov while literally being naked from, from, from like, uh, without pants and everything, and publicly stating, well, it's not so bad, there was a misunderstanding, all these apologies, well, while being half-naked, basically. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, that's that's Kadyrov. He's crazy. Now, like I said, the first thing is that he's just saying this to get attention and to maybe, you know, so that he could force his his uh, his troops to force a mass protests, you know, please, Mr. Kadyrov, don't leave, please. And if you don't shout loud enough in these uh, protest actions, then, uh, you know, your your wife might be raped, your your daughters might be raped, your sons might, might be shot, you could be beaten up, your family house might be set on fire, all the good stuff, you know, what, what he does normally. Now, the second thing, which is more sane, but could actually be a nice little initiative of Putin himself, and could be an interesting turn, is that um, he might be moving up, getting promoted. Why is this interesting? I think he could go to become the new leader of Rosguardia. Rosguardia are kind of like the SS units for, for Hitler. There, you know, there's FSB that do the policing and everything, and then there are the army. Rosguardia, on paper, they uh, are a subsection of whatever, whatever. Basically, their function is to beat up, uh, beat up dissidents and protesters. That's their only job. They are the guys who, who you know, crack, crack heads of old ladies and students on the streets. That was their intent. They are doing this function. They do nothing else. They do not investigate tri- crimes. They beat up extremists, and they literally, you know, have been doing only this. Rosguardia is their only function, and... Um, and basically, Ramzan Kadyrov would do perfectly in this, as he's a massive sadist, with, with sadist without any 
you know, without any slightest doubt of... Um, he, he would basically crucify people if ordered to by Putin. He doesn't care. He's he's a sadist to, to such a level. And and by the way, if, if you if you feel shocked about this episode or you didn't know what Ramzan Kadyrov was, please, I have spoken to, about him in a lot of my previous episodes. If I call Igor Girkin my frenemy, that's in the sense that I don't like his crazy ideas and he's a terrorist... But I could at least maybe have a conversation with him. Ramzan Kadyrov, the only conversation that I could have with him, even if he could understand me, even partially, would be with like a, a crowbar in the face instantly, because that man's just ridiculously insane and evil. So yeah, he, he his his personal units, military units, are technically under this Rosguardia umbrella already. But of course, Ramzan Kadyrov ignores all orders from the center. He ignores all of this, right? And he runs his own army. But the thing is, he can't go anywhere without his private army because he's hated by everyone. I think even even, even Putin might, might actually, act, actually actively hate him. Even Igor Girkin hates him with, with terrible passion, okay? He's, he's gotten to the point where everyone hates him, even his Chechen people, and the only support he has is his private army, so he can't go without him or he'll just get killed instantly. The moment he loses his private army, he's gone. However, like I've mentioned before, Ramzan Kadyrov, as the leader of Chechnya, is also, you know, not a good thing for Putin, because as soon as any, because of his massive wickedness, as soon as anything happens with Putin, Ramzan Kadyrov just leaves Russia with Chechnya. Then the liberal reforms, he's gone. Money grows out, he's gone. P personal army, high position, all this situation. And he's, because of how he forces everyone in Russian propaganda to say how good Ramzan Kadyrov is at everything he does, there's also a sort of, he's hated, but he's seen as efficient, although he's actually not. He's um, extremely, extremely stupid. And I mean, really stupid. But um, but yeah, he could run this Rosguardia, because all they do is beat up protesters anyways. They're not a serious organization of any real benefits. They have some sort of things written on the paper, which you can read, possibly if you care, but it doesn't matter. They literally just beat up protesters. And, um, and yeah... Currently, Rosguardia is being led by one Zolotov. But you see, Shoigu, the guy who is the Minister of Defense of Russia, he's uh, been a bit of a pickle because, you know, uh, all this taking Kiev in three days, yeah, that didn't go very well, and Shoigu is a uh, reindeer herder by military profession, and I've spoken about Shoigu in a, in a lot of ways. But, you know, whom to replace him with? Putin still is obsessed with people being loyal to him, which is why he sort of-ish tolerates Kadyrov, because Kadyrov has made him kind of irreplaceable, and also because, well, loyalty is the best quality. Now, the thing is, recently, when Putin met Zolotov, it was like two days ago or something, Putin made Zolotov give him accounts about the war, which is interesting because, well, Rosguardi is involved very little in this war. They are basically sent there to beat up people in occupied territories in Ukraine. They do not serve a major role. What they did do is that because of Putin wanted to kind of uh, conquer all this territory super quickly in the beginning of the war, yeah, he may managed to send in tons of Rosguardia into Ukraine, and a lot of them got mauled and destroyed, which is why, if you remember, in the early days of the war, we got this whole uh, video about, you know, how, how a, a, a marmor vehicle was opened, or a bus, I, I remember it was being, or something like that. Well, basically, the, the Ukrainians smashed the convoy, and it turned out to be full with, you know, these military batons and, and anti-riot shields and all this stuff. So, the Rosguardia isn't really that involved in the war. 
so why is why is the leader Zolotov really accounting for it? Ah, but you see, Zolotov looks like a prime candidate for the next Minister of Defense, which is, by the way, a massive boon for all of us in Ukraine and in 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 everywhere around the same world. Because if Shoigu is a ridiculously stupid and bad general and, you know, corrupt to the core and, and stupid, then Zolotov is all that but double. Yeah. I mean, um, if you look at the, the dumbness, just, just all the things Zolotov has stated and done, yeah, Zolotov is as incompetent as they come. And he won't get results at all. So uh, that's that's good news if Zolotov actually becomes leader. But he's super loyal. He's also one of those people who could obey commands, but he's not competent at all, and he won't make the reforms that Girkin and his buddies are yelling for, that could actually make Russia win the war. He, he might actually mobilize, but he'll butcher the whole operation, nothing's going to happen. So, seeing seeing as Zolotov has the potential to become the next Minister of Defense, uh, yeah, as weird as it may seem, it actually increases the chances of Ukrainians winning. And then, well, someone needs to take Zolotov's place. And who better than Ramzan Kadyrov, a massive, massive sadist, who still kind of gets to keep his private army that way, without which he won't leave. Since, technically, he can still control them, because they previously were only technically, you know, on paper, subservient to Rosguardia. Well, now he could, um, he could, you know, rule them as directly from Rosguardia. So, that would be interesting. And about whom, who's going to run Chechnya if this happens? I have no idea. But that, that, that I can't tell you, but this is an interesting development. This would also kind of uh, maybe remove Ramzan Kadyrov from tweeting personally as much and getting his attention as well. But we could see ridiculous, uh, ridiculous amounts, of, amounts of public statements by, by Rosguardi in this case. Oh, and of course, everyone who would be a protester... Oh boy, Zolotov's incompetent and stupid in that way. Ramzan Kadyrov is a 13-year-old boy who's grown up spoiled and the kind of kid who, you know, burns kittens for fun. That kind of guy would be running the organization whose sole job is to beat up protesters, jail gay people, uh, rape, murder, and keep everything under a giant iron fist. Pretty bad. But hey... This is an interesting turn of events. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to the economy soon enough because, like I said, uh, we just wanted to mention this, that uh, apparently payday loans have increased. And this is unrelated. We, we finished about the Kadyrov. Just what I wanted to say about the economy was that payday loans have increased by about 20% in the last six months in Russia. And they already had massive, massive crediting issues there. Um, especially specifically payday loan issues because the bank because currently thirty one percent of the people who have taken bank loans yeah they're not paying them back and there's a credit bubble in consumer market there because a lot of people in Russia have a lot of credit a lot a lot of credits but they only take them they take these loans worth uh, about like three hundred dollars max and then they try to pay them off because you know average salaries and all that whatnot and I wanted to get into that but uh, of course we'll do that in. A, in an episode where we don't get striking news by our glorious uh, doctor and stomatologist, Ramzan Nachmatovich. And yeah, yeah, well, now you have a short introduction and uh, my opinion about this whole mess. Now, to finalize and round this one up, um, yeah, it, does, it looks like we won't make it to the drone, but I've found out two things that we will buy for your donations. 
we will donate half of this to Ukrainian winter equipment because I believe this war will gonna go into winter and soldiers there on the ground they need warm jackets and warm boots and you know all sorts of that stuff and then if you remember I uh, spoke about the volunteer in Kharkiv Oblast whom I'm gonna interview and I'm gonna give the other half of the money uh, it's gonna go to the funds of getting aid for humanitarian reasons so you know it's not gonna get wasted but again I'm going at the end of September if we make it to the drone which we're quite a ways off um, yeah, but I understand times are tough for everyone, so it is what it is, and a lot of you donate and support Ukraine through other means, so I'm going to do what I, what I can do, obviously. But we're going to have some accounting about that uh, about a bit later. But yeah, if you want to donate to these charitable goals, because I'm bringing stuff in from the EU to Ukraine, which is, you know, it's easier for me to transport, uh, then that's the eastern border.lv. Click the donate button, and, and all of that goes for, for charity stuff. Unless you specifically write something that you want to give it to, then that's a different story. Or if you want to support the show in general, consider becoming our patron at patreon.com slash the eastern border. Or you can follow us on Twitter on at eastern underscore border and, you know, click the little envelope button there. And then you can become our patron if, if you choose to support the show. And I hope that you do because that really helps me make these episodes. But yeah, this will be it for today. Happiness is mandatory. Das svidanje, tovarish. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.